Haunted Lantern presents... The Starport Inn. Agent Weaver. Sheriff. You uh, settling in nicely so far? As much as I can, yes. Can I see those unsolved cases you have, Sheriff? I wanted to look through them with my own eyes, see if there's anything we overlooked the first time. The difference between getting a lead and not having anything can be as small as a missed word. Of course. You want a quiet room to look through them in? That other one is still open for you if you want to use it. We don't use it for much, so if you need space, it's all yours. Uh, Sheriff, is that stack bigger than the other day? Yeah, little. We usually get a couple new cases a week in peak seasons, and most of the time we solve them before the day's out. Some of these are labeled DNC? Do not chase. Usually put that on a case file where it's not a good idea to just go rolling in the swamp like you'd find them. Mostly it's when we get cases in the same areas where there's been recent predator sightings like cougars or bears and it's not safe to go out chasing them. Or when the area is known to be very dangerous. All we end up chasing is ghosts and nightmares and losing people in the process if we don't do it right. Sheriff, the more I know about how you deal with your cases, the less I really understand. If there's a child out there in the same area as a predator, wouldn't you want to go out there sooner? For a kid, yeah. Most of our rules stop applying when there's kids out, though we still don't go out there without caution. For an adult, it depends. We don't got much here, Agent Weaver. Just a hunting rifle and a couple handguns. We gotta weigh every case to make sure we come home with the same amount of people we left with, or more. Just not less. If we lose one of our officers but found a civilian every time, we'd be out of staff quick, and it ain't easy finding more. Speaking of more versus less, I've noticed most of your new cases aren't labeled DNC, but they're not solved yet either. Is there a reason it seems like your files are multiplying wildly and not getting solved? Yes, there's a reason. Thanks for asking. There's something a bit more pressing going on right now, so we haven't had much time to dig into the other cases that popped up. Well, we found three people this morning, as a matter of fact, but they ain't right anymore. Or most of them aren't. I don't know what happened out there, but these three definitely came out the other side of it worse for wear. We've been trying to get to anything of use all morning, but only one of them even seems to walk and talk. I'd like to talk to them. It may be related to the kids' case. That's what I was thinking anyways, and that's why we thought it was a priority. That's why we spent so much time with them this morning trying to see what they'd say. They're downstairs temporarily. We ain't got much space for interviews, so some of them are in the holding cells from now. Interview rooms downstairs with them. Alright then, let's see if they know anything about our missing kids.
This here's Bill Carson, who we found first. 67 works as a counselor at the Clement Grade School and films a series on uh, TikTok teaching kids biology with his puppet, Arnold. Found him out wandering the tree line. He was muttering something then, but hasn't said a damn thing since. Mr. Carson, my name is Agent Weaver. I'm with the FBI. Can I ask you a few questions? Mr. Carson, can you hear me? Sheriff, did he or any of the others get checked medically? Yeah, we had a nurse come in first thing and give them all a check over. Nothing's wrong in so much as they're just in shock, he said. Everything's working, the lights just aren't always on upstairs. Mr. Carson, can you tell me what you were doing out by the swamp this morning? Sheriff, is there any note about what he was mumbling? I don't think we're going to get anywhere with questions at this point. A report says he kept muttering, It's coming, over and over again. That and toot tube just once. Okay, so that's something. Let's leave him for a bit. Can you bring in the next one? You can get a guy in a cell, too, and bring him in here, please. Thank you. Come on, Bill. This is Douglas Fry. 49 works as an arborist cutting off the dead limbs of trees. He was a little deeper in than Carson, making circles around the same trees like he was trying to run from something, but he kept getting lost. Okay, let's try this again. My name is Agent Weaver. I'm with the FBI, and I'd like to ask you a few questions. Mr. Fry, can you hear me? Hmm? Okay, good, good. Mr. Fry, can you tell us why you're out in the swamp? I was cutting down a, a, a dead cypress tree that was almost tipped over, and we took a break for breakfast, so I walked off to eat and enjoy the woods. Do you remember anything else about the morning? No, I, there was, there was something coming, but I don't, it's so fuzzy. Do the words toot toot mean anything to you? (laughs) Someone come get him! So, that was interesting. I imagine you didn't get that response earlier. No, he hadn't said much more than what else he'd said all morning. We ain't really in the business of imitating trains just for the fun of it, to be fair. Alright then, can we get the third one in here? I want to see what he thinks of trains. (sighs) Jupiter Moss, 45, hiking enthusiast, nature expert. Works with the museum and city and maintains the campgrounds and swamplands for educational purposes. We grabbed him on a game trail, staring off in the distance. Good morning, Mr. Moss. I'm Agent Weaver, with the FBI. I wanted to ask you a few questions about this whole situation. Is that okay? Please, just call me Moss, and of course I'll answer your questions, though I don't really know how much help I'll be. Honestly, the fact that you're using complete sentences and seem like you're paying attention is already more helpful than the others were. They're fine, before you worry, they're just in a deep shock. Honestly, I can understand that. What I do remember was weird enough. 
So, firstly, can you tell us exactly why you're in the swamp this morning? I go out once or twice a week and maintain the game trails and other things around the nearby swampland. I go out enough that I've been cleared by the city to go alone when I do. Usually it's just walking the trails we use often, making sure there's no lingering tidal changes or intermittent flooding, as well as clearing large debris like fallen logs. Maintaining the game trails keeps both the game, like deer, and the predators that follow them away from the swamp's edge, and thus us. I also check the campsites, make sure they maintain, no one's left behind trash, etc. Was this a usual sort of morning for you? To a point, yeah. I was heading back out to the experienced camper site, deep in the swamp. It floods out occasionally, and since it's been raining like hell recently, I wanted to make sure it was still good to camp on. When I saw this light off in the distance, just this little floating light. Now I knew no one had striped the camping pass for that far out, so I thought it had to be someone in distress that wasn't meant to be there. Back up one second. Camping pass? It's a security feature. We have to keep the number of disappearances to a minimum, Agent Weaver. (laughs) They're these little camping cards. Moss, you got yours on you? This is why we only got one or two cases a week, most even during peak camping season. See, each pass has your name and any kind of info we'd want. When you want to go camping, we got these, like, they're like ATMs, right? These ATMs in most of the places out near the swamp, and you're supposed to go and find the closest one and swipe your card there and answer a couple questions before you leave. It logs time of departure, expected return, where you're thinking of camping, number and party, and if you got kids or not. You're supposed to then swipe the card when you get back, and if it gets past the expected return time and it doesn't register that you swiped and return, it sends all that info straight to us. Helps cut down on the DNC cases. Usually you get a missing campers case and can send someone out within the quarter hour to go check on them, and they come back just fine, if a little damp maybe, or cold. Since I work with the city, I tend to check the registers before I go out. That tells me if anyone's supposed to be camping where I'm heading, and since I'm a city employee, I can also check the register for any alerted missing persons cases to look while I'm out there, you know. Either way, I saw the light, and I thought it was a camper that didn't swipe, because that definitely happens, so I followed it. But that's where this gets funny, because I know I followed it to a source, but I don't remember anything. Trying to think about it makes my brain feel all scrambled, so I don't get anything out of it. Nothing but this gut-deep, blind panic. I thought I was going to die, honestly. The next thing I know, I'm getting picked up by the police. Were you in the same place where you started, or somewhere else? Somewhere else. That's how I knew time had passed. It's like gone a distance, but not that far. I can point to it on a map if you have one. We do. Let me get that down here for you. You said you were with the FBI? Agent, uh... Agent Weaver is fine. They them pronouns, and yes, I'm with the FBI. I got asked to come down here to help with the missing children that vanished in and around the swamp in the past two weeks, and I think what happened to you might be a lead, or something close enough to it. Huh. I'm glad you're here all the same. Hopefully this helps the case, right? (laughs) I was about here when I lost track of things, and here when I came to. That is incredibly helpful. Thank you so much. Uh, Unless there's anything else, I think we're done here. Sheriff? Unless you want to rest up, Moss, you're free to go. I think I feel fine. Thanks, Sheriff Taylor, Agent Weaver. Hope you find those kids. I think I have just the plan. So what's this plan of yours, then? Moss pointed out locations on the map, and I'm going to investigate. They're easily accessed, so it shouldn't be a problem to trace his steps. In the swamp? Alone? No, Taylor. In the parking lot. 
Yes, the swamp. No, you're not. Yes, I am. We need to solve this case, and we can't do it without going to see what they all saw. No, you're not. We have rules here for a reason, and I'm not letting you just go off on your own like you only got one oar in the water. Sheriff Taylor, you're not my boss, and you're not my father. You can't tell me what to do. For all that I didn't, I did invite you here, and I can ask you to leave again. And I will if you keep acting stupid. So you're just going to let this case go unsolved like the rest of your pile just because you don't like the swamp? Because I can't do that, Sheriff. I just thought you'd take your job more seriously and let me do mine. I do take my job seriously, and part of that job is protecting people who don't got the wherewithal to protect themselves. Besides, this ain't about solving the case or not solving the case. This is about the fact that I'm not letting you jump out into the swamp by yourself after flying off the fucking handle over a light. You don't even know it's actually a lead to anything. And that's why I'm going to the swamp. I'm investigating. And you're the one with the problem here, not me. So then, what am I supposed to tell your boss when you die out there and I didn't stop you from being dumb about it? That you were just doing your job against every recommendation I could muster and without backup? Yes, actually. You tell them I was doing my job. We don't get up in arms about an agent dying in the field, Sheriff. We're the FBI. Well, I'm not, and I do, because I don't really got guys to spare out here. So that's the fucking answer. You're not going out there by yourself just to get eaten by a bear. If the big issue is me being alone, Sheriff, and not you just wanting to assert your authority in any way possible, then just come with me, because I'm going and you can't stop me. So you can either join me or not. Fine, but you give me a minute to get that rifle loaded so I can protect your ass from wildlife. You know I'm armed, right? I mean, against people, sure. But you ain't armed for fighting a bear. The fact that you think a bear is going to give a shit about a handgun is one more reason you shouldn't be doing this. Duly noted, Sheriff. The Starport Inn. Written and produced by J.D. Dennis and K.D. Lalonde. With music by Liam P. Vaughn. Find us at The Starport Inn on Twitter or email us at thestarportin at gmail.com. This has been a Haunted Lantern production. Thanks for listening.